11, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, everybody, to another episode, finally another episode of La Platica. I miss you guys. I miss you guys so much. I hope you guys are relaxing. Take a seat, grab a drink, get something to eat. It's about to be a fun one. I have a super special guest that I've known for quite a while now. We'll talk about how we met each other. Um, once again, La Platica is on Spotify, is on Apple Podcasts, and here on the beautiful world of YouTube where you can see everybody's beautiful faces. I hope everybody's having a great day. Los extraño. Um, I know I've been a little MIA, but, you know, just dealing with just regular regular life situations that have been thrown at me but maybe we can save that for another podcast but it's great to talk i was just telling my guests right now that this feels all new i feel like i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing but uh we're here and i'm super excited and hopefully we can um keep the momentum going because i'm very excited to make to do this podcast so Let's get it started. Today, I have a super special guest, somebody that I admire. I admire his uh, ambition. I admire his mentality. I love his style. I love what he does. I And I, 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 I love everything about this dude that I'm so interested to get to know him even more. And I'm sure you guys already follow him. If you haven't followed him, if you haven't followed him, I will leave his tag right underneath here. Um, but everybody, please give a round of applause to my special guest today. His name is Carlos, and he is the, should we say, CEO owner <laughs> of Breakout LA here in Long Beach, California. Super, super popular, famous consignment store. Is that what you call it? Yes, sir. Carlos, consignment store, yeah. welcome to La Platica. I'm excited, bro. I've been waiting to hear that on my headset. That's fire. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank um, you for having me. Bro. Yeah, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's a pleasure. Thank you for, you know, I know you're a busy guy. Yeah. Not only are you a busy guy, but you're a family man. So yes. thanks for, you know, making time and, you know, coming. I told Carlos last night, I was like, bro, can you please come like an hour earlier? So I know that. <laughs> You know, he rushed over here. And so thank you. And I know you in Long Beach. I'm in the Valley. So thanks for making that drive. Yeah, bro. It was a mission, but I had to get it done, you know? <laughs> so how are you, man? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yes, sir. How one, about one thing that I also noticed about you is that me and you have the same Starbucks drink, which is a salted cream caramel uh, cold brew. Yes, sir. Is that what it's called? Yep. Dude, tell me why that shit is so fire. Mm -hmm. That's Every the only drink that I fuck with at Starbucks. Yeah. Every time I put up to the Starbucks, they already know me because... I've gone to different Starbucks's and they don't know how to make them right. And right. I have my one that I go to and it's yeah. right, right down the street from my house and they already know me. They I see my truck pull up and they're like, oh, the usual. I'm like, yep. I feel like it always happens like that. Mm -hmm. Like there's always that one store that makes it perfect. Yeah. And you don't ever want to gamble it somewhere else because, bro, <laughs> the worst thing is when you go to Starbucks and you pay for your shit and then you don't drink it right away until you're like a couple streets down yeah. already. And then you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Mm -hmm. And then to start off the day with bad coffee, you're just going to have a bad day, bro. It just like already sends the ambiance. Like, oh. It really does, right? Mm -hmm. But that's funny because every time you post that and not a lot of people like drink that drink. Yeah. But I just love it because it still gives you that like coffee taste. Because eres un cafetero or like me or? I am to an extent. Got me? it. I got to get energy from it. So I, I remember one day I just pulled up. I'm like, what's like a strong drink? Because I used to just drink the refreshers. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then. Wish your bomb. Yeah. 
But then I was just like, what's something that's just going to get me up? And one dude just recommended to me and never switched from then. But yeah. it's good, though, it's right? fire, yeah. Because I like the coffee bitterness, like yes. the coffee taste. Yeah. And you get a little mix, like you said, with a little foam on the top. It's yeah. just perfect. And it's salted. Yes. But guys, don't think it's salted like if they just fucking throw a spoon of salt in there. No. It's just weird. I don't know. It's like when you eat like um, chicken with waffles mm-hmm. where like you have chicken, but like there's also like a lot of like sweetness to it. It's the perfect But blend. it's not. It's just it's just nice and savory, yeah. you know, and I love that. Um, but yeah, basically, I met Carlos. How did I meet you again? Just chatting it up through DM, I think. Yeah, I remember my girl was watching a YouTube video of you and Karen, and then I think it was like a, a cook video or something like that. Mm-hmm. This was a long. I think this was during pandemic or something. Oh, and then, when cooking with two shot Karen was born. Yeah, and then I remember I just walked in the room and I was just like, I kind of got stuck there. Then I saw you on there, and then I was just like, okay. Like he's dope. I like. I, I could. I could relate to his sense mm-hmm. of humor, his style, and stuff like that. And then I was like, "There's somebody I'd you know be interested in working with." And I just sent you a DM, and then yeah, the rest is history. Man, honestly, being like a creator with my girl and things like that, and you know, being on social media, I think the best DMs that we get mm. are like shoot, like shoot plugs, or like people trying to give me stuff mm-hmm. that like I actually like. Yeah. But the thing about you is that I that I noticed was. I've dealt with a lot of like shoe plugs and everybody's super cool, mm-hmm. but I always feel like you have like really exclusive stuff. Yeah, I try. Like, I feel like you have like the shoes that definitely not everybody is going to be able to get. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing that I try to aim for as far as like the early stuff that I get. I try to stay away from like the extremely early because there's just so many fakes. And if I mean, I have a basic, not not a basic, but I have an extensive knowledge knowledge on legit checking sneakers. But if it's like four, five, maybe six months ahead, it's just not even worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you make I can make good profit on it, but as soon as something unauthentic leaves my store or it comes from me, like there goes the whole rep that I worked. Years Dang, that's for. so true. Yeah, that's bro. really true. And mm-hmm. it's not even that you go buy fakes; they just end up. Yeah, at, the, so, at your front door. Yeah, so literally sometimes I get a hit up from guys that I normally buy. I like to keep my circle small as far as, far as the people that I purchase from. I don't mind if I'm paying an extra $20, $30, maybe $100, $200 on top of the shoe. But just that, like, it's just like that that's, that sense of mind. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's coming from him. And that's kind of what we like to do with Breakout. And, like, they never fucked me over, you know? Exactly. But still... I love them to death, but yeah, to this get, point, keep a tight relationship. I keep it tight, but I still run very, I don't know, risky, I guess you could say. I still legit check like I normally do. You could have the biggest name in the shoe game, but you'd never know, bro. And nowadays, I don't know if you can agree on, agree on this, but a lot of fakes look super fucking real, right? Yes. Isn't that scary? Bro, the other day, we were at the store, and me and my guys... A shoe came in. It was a new shoe. It was recent. I think it was like the Mocha or the Hyper Royal or something like that. And literally what they would do on the fakes, like the insole lining was so defined on the fake pairs. It was super easy to tell real from fake. Now on the legit new releases, they're pretty much backstepping. They're doing what the fake companies are making now. So oh. it's now it's like and I love it because it tests our knowledge every single day because I break out anything can walk in. Yeah. Like I see you have dunks right there. Yeah. They could literally walk in and then we'll get a pair from like two thousand one, two thousand four, 
and it's like holy shit you know oh so it, like it tests our knowledge like for sure and then being like the owner and stuff you don't always want to like tell people like no we don't want your shoe right you want to give people chances mm, it's, if it's unauthentic i feel like that's one thing about breakout it's like we we really we're really good with our customer service mm -hmm. i've been to stores i'm not going to name drop but i've been to stores before i was a store owner and you just get treated so not cool mm -hmm. you know what i mean they kind of I don't know. They just kind of see like you're a nobody. So they don't really pay. They don't like, even come up to you. They make you feel like you really need them. Yeah. And it's just like you walk in, no greets. Yeah. I've been walking around situations like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you kind of feel like even unwanted there. Mm -hmm. And over at breakout, like we chop it up. We don't care what you're wearing. We don't care who you are. You know what I mean? We chop it up. with you. That's one thing that I noticed because I went to your store not so long ago to pick up some shoes. I think it was like during Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> And that's one thing that I noticed is that like everybody's super cool. Mm -hmm. The ambiance is like legit. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's just it's a fun kick it spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and, and you know, speaking about that, me going into your store, like one thing that I noticed, like, dude, how the fuck does like one come about having like a straight up consignment slash shoe store, slash like apparel store, slash up um accessories and like like how does one even like start doing that? Like I feel like we should just take it back a little bit. Like, what did Carlos do before all this? Before the the before the shoes, before, before all that. Damn. Okay. So, I grew up in a family. Mm -hmm. Right. We didn't have the most money. Like, I know what it feels like to not have no money in your bank account, and just you know, I know those feelings. But just to kind of like summarize it really short, my parents owned a party supply. But I'm not talking about a party supply where there's like a warehouse. We got like a hundred employees. No. Small. My mom, my dad, and us Latinos, bro, your kids become your employees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was, I'm the youngest out of four. Oh, nice. And, I didn't know um, And yeah, bro, it was literally like growing up, I got into a business family, I guess you could say. Like I said, we weren't like crazy stacked with money. We weren't like none of that, bro. Like we still hit hard times but this was in long beach long beach oh yes. so you've been in long beach since you were since i was born uh, born yeah. and raised in lb yes sir 24 years nice. and um yeah bro um so yeah i kind of always had the work ethic because even though i didn't want to go my dad would force us to go um so yeah party rentals and then we had a spot in the hood you guys are if you guys are in long beach like anaheim and magnolia it's not the most ghetto but bro it's fucking hood there yeah, yeah it's yeah. still hood to this mm -hmm. day like i don't uh, you know it hasn't I mean? changed hasn't changed bro same people still there whatever and we had a little it was like a like a duplex triplex like little uh, retail area we we're right in the middle yeah bro there was a guy who got stabbed right in front of my mom's store like it was hood bro it was bad yeah so party supplies pretty much since i was like I don't know since i can remember mm -hmm. five years old all the way till does your is your family still around the party supply yes. environment okay you yes. still have it so they still have it not at that location they were fortunate enough to get a different place at a you know better location, which is right next to my store and um oh it is yeah oh nice so it's a flower shop and a party rental Ooh. and uh what was i getting at? oh yeah so it was that so i pretty much did party rentals my whole life pretty much bro. Mm -hmm. so it's been hard labor pretty much since i was born um then from there i got my driver license at 16 because my dad was a truck driver and i would help him so he had a bobtail so i was a truck driver from like 16 to like 20 mm -hmm. i'd say and then 
during my high school. Dang, from sixteen. Damn, that's, yeah, bro, that's young. I was young. Like, yeah, doing I, that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a grown ass man job. Yeah, but I wasn't driving the big eighteen wheelers. I was still driving like a thirty foot bobtail. They'd call it. It was a flatbed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when I was in high school, um, I got kicked out my junior year because I was missing credits. Oh yeah! Bro. So like you got kicked out to another like to like a continuation school. It's called EPHS. So yeah, you just go and do packets. And yeah, do fucking like force. You it's know. basically like, look, your son is not gonna graduate. <laughs> There's no way, even if he gets straight A's, it does not matter. So send him over here. He'll do packets, and we'll give that motherfucker a diploma. Facts, bro. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they try to pull on me too. I remember that shit. Yeah. So I went there for my junior second semester, pretty much for a whole year. And my dad straight up told me, like, you don't want to be, you know, good at school. Bro, it's my dad. Chingarle. Chingarle. Like, full time. Back then, I was just working after school, a couple, three, four hours, whatever. And yeah, bro, that's, I was like 16 at the time. And then I got my license. He toma, truck driver, full time. But during my high school, my freshman year, I guess you could call it, since I've been working my whole life, I've always had extra income. And um, yeah, I, I started getting into shoes. Um, Bought my first pair, and then it kind of, when I was a freshman, I was size nine. When I graduated, I was a size 11 and a half. So I had a crazy growth rate. So I was forced to sell everything. Oh. That's how the kind of business end in the Where journey. you kind of said, shit, I kind of made money off these shoes. Bro, I will never forget my first $1,000 that I made. Like, it was, From I shoes. Felt invincible like i never had that much money in my pocket yeah like i was like what the fuck like yeah. there's really something behind how old were you now you said 20 19 then when i made my when first you, thousand yeah, for the first thousand no nah, bro i was like a sophomore oh, shit. i was young i was like 15 a sophomore yeah and, and Dang, i didn't see a thousand towels <laughs> in my 20s <20s>, yeah. <laughs> so yeah bro my first thousand dollars and then money's addictive bro so after that i'm like holy shit you can really you know there was a gang of people in high school doing it, but I was young. Yeah. I was, what, 15? And, um, yeah, so freshman year, size nine, quickly outgrew that, and that's when Facebook groups were cracking. Oh, really? So there was one that was called uh, Shoe Game LA, and it was a marketplace for stuff. It was kind of like a like a Craigslist, mm-hmm. but like a safer version, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it. Um, the only way you could get in is if you got invited. Now By a member or something? Yeah, now it's a shit show. Now everyone's in there scamming. But, um, yeah, ninth grade. I mean, yeah, freshman year, I grew my shoes. I went on there. I started selling stuff. And then since I was, like, 14, 15, so I was just selling through there. And then when I graduated high school, I was a little lost. I feel like everyone, like, what What am I going to do? You know, do I stick to truck driving? Nah, like, I don't want to be my early 20s just behind a steering wheel going to fucking the north, northern California coming back. Oh, Dan, you'd go all the way up there. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, it was days trips. Like, I would be gone all day. I'd come back. I didn't want to go out. Fucking just sleep, bro. So You're tired. And then you fucking spend your weekend resting, and you got to do it again by Monday, yeah. right? So I would, like I said, like my weekend, and then I'd have to tell my parents party supply because they still had it. So I was just grinding, 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 doing labor work. And um, yeah, well, after high school, I kind of took a break because I got into my car. Um, I had I had an Evo. I just sold it though, probably like I don't know a year ago. That's the one that I that I sent you, right? I was yeah. like, "Is this you?" Uh huh. I don't know why I was like scrolling down all the way to your page, and I was like, "This motherfucker!" I was like, "There's no way." 
Yeah. I was like a dumped ass evil, bro. Like clean too, like not mm. even chafa looking. You know how people yeah, do yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like nah, everything. I'll Mickey Mouse, bro. bro. I was like, this shit look like from Evil Tuner Magazine, bro. This shit <laughs> yeah. is so sick. For I had Falcon Tire sponsors, yeah. McGuire sponsor, um, a roll cage company hit me up. They did a prototype of my car. I came out in D Sport Magazine, like. When I got into it, I got into it, I bro. know. That's how I am with my whips, man. Bro, I didn't even know you had that Slam Beamer. I have two of them. Yeah, I see the the red one. Yeah. And the bl- I didn't know you had the black one, though. What is that? A e, it's an E36. E36. M3. It's dope, right? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I totally understand. Yeah. So, after when I graduated, all that money, just car. Into car. the car scene. Car. Yes. Super addicting. So I went crazy, bro. Varus body kit. That's all from Japan. Yeah. It took like eight months to get here. Yeah, they make a Varus kit for my M32. And yeah. wow, they're so fucking expensive. Bro, super. Because everything's made to order. Yeah, so crazy expensive. It's crazy. So I went all out, bro. Yeah. Voltex swing. You name it. I had it all in there. So when was it when you're like, dang, like I'm about to like have a store. Uh, I'm going to get all like, how does one come about all these shoes? Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. So. I took a break from reselling, but mind you, I've been, you know, selling to people, building relationships since the ninth grade. So I graduated when I was like 17, 18, right? I was 14 freshman, 17, 18. I took a break from there, 17 to like 19-ish. Mm-hmm. I was still buying Jordans, but I wasn't really, re- I was just like, oh, I like these, whatever. But I was still on SoulCollector.com, yeah. on crazy websites. Getting to know people, things like yeah. that. Yeah, so then... After that, I went to a trade school because I thought I was going to be an aviation engineer. And when I was going to college, I was doing truck driving in the morning and then going to college at night. Bro, everybody has a college student. You're fucking broke. So I was like, for, a, for a while. Bro, so that shit. And it was a trade school. Yeah. So it just clicked. I was like, fuck, I got to start making some money. What do I know? Shoes. Fuck it. Let's do it. So then I started doing raffles. I started, you know just hustling bro and then the people that i built relationships with ninth tenth grade this is what six years later or whatever they're now managers district managers at the foot lockers that they were just sales mm. reps and then that's when it was just like it was kind of easy but relationships is key bro yeah in this industry yeah like it's just key so then it kind of just took off from there I was yeah. just like, oh shit, like I could have access to this shit. I don't have to stand in line. I don't have to camp out. I was camping out. Yeah. Guns pulled out to the people next to me. Like it was crazy, bro. Fuck. Bro, the shoe game is crazy, man. So my my thing though is um you don't have to say who, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys always keep you know, keep your relationships to yourselves and things like that on who hooks you guys up or whatnot. But these people that like for example, like like reps or things like that, where you now don't have to wait in line. Can these people get in trouble by their higher ups? Pretty much, because that's backdooring. That's that's the terminology. You backdoor it. Got it. So Nike will send you. Let's just do a small number. Ten pairs of these mochas that I have on. Right. You're supposed to release those ten pairs to the public. To the public, <laughs> but only two get released. The eight get backdoored. They already have their set clientele. Which I'm one of them at some, you know, stores. And, um, yeah, bro, that's just how it is. And then after that happened, right, I started getting access to this stuff. Right after that, I started collaborating. My Instagram page started blowing up. Mm-hmm. First people I did was Ace Family. We did a giveaway. Boom. Oh, like, wow. Oh. So I was still in the process of the aviation school. 
after the Instagram page started blowing up, it just, you know, it just took off from there. Isn't that crazy how social media can just like boost you? Dog. Like not even boost your company, just your life. Everything. Yeah, happened to me and Karen. Yeah. It's life changing, bro. That's crazy. Um that's what I was gonna say too. Like what what do you think was like the biggest collab that you've done so far? Was it Ace Family? Mm. I love just set the record straight. I love everyone that I work with. Yeah. Right. But definitely the biggest I guess Yeah, the biggest outreach was James Charles. Outreach. Selling to him. The biggest exposure was definitely him and Bretman Rock. Bretman Rock, I love both of them, bro. Yeah. And um yeah, they were the Ace family too, bro. I love them to death. Yeah. But definitely where I saw it was definitely them too. Like yeah. big outreach, like a lot of engagement, a I lot of following after that. Bro, your it, website is probably blowing up. Bro, it was crazy. Like, wow. But this was, like I'm telling you, this was two years in. And since we're consignment, you could bring me a shoe. We sell it for you. We take a percentage of the sale price. But during the pandemic, bro, you couldn't really do much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we were just online. And then that's when I really had the setback and really started. I kind of sat down. I was like, bro, why ain't I doing what I was doing to grow the page? I got too comfortable, I feel. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. I started. Mm-hmm. I started reaching out. And then definitely James Charles and Bremen Rock were the biggest. So what What did you sell to James? Well, what did James Charles buy? James Charles bought. Uh, Thank Air- you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Charles bought the Air Jordan 1 Dior. The high tops? And I had them early. Damn. So that's, yeah. He would get those. Yeah, bro. So he bought the Dior's, the high tops. Yeah. And wow. how much were those shoes at the time? Okay, how much are those shoes if we lived in Disneyland and we got them retail? How much are those shoes? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're 2200 retail. Dior, Dior retail. Yeah, there's only seven. If I'm not mistaken, don't call me. 7,500 pairs. They're all numbered. 7,500 pairs for $2,200 retail. And they're numbered? They're all numbered. And how much were they going for at the time when you sold them to James Charles? I had them a week before release or like a couple of days and I posted them. And I believe Laura from Laura's Boutique, shout out oh, to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I love her too. Her yeah. whole family. Yeah, they're hella dope. Yeah, bro. So have you I, met her mom? Yes. Her I mom, I feel like is like part of my family. Her whole family, yeah. my family is super similar yeah, 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 to, yeah. to their family. It, oh, yeah. it, they, every time I like hang out with them, I'm like... I feel at home. Y'all cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like cousin yeah. shit, yeah. And um, I, I believe, yeah, when I linked up Because Laura's James, good friends with James. Yes, and I believe Laura sent a DM to James, like, yo, they have your size. I had, like, three pairs or two pairs. I was like, he was looking for them. And he was already looking for them. And, bro, I remember just sitting there, and I got the fucking DM. I was like, what, James? And I Straight said to up. my girl, I was like, yo, is this shit real? Like, you know? It's, it's literally James Charles. Yeah, bro. And, That's crazy. And, yeah, and then, um, so, back to the question. At the time... They were, I sold three pairs at $15,000. Three pairs at 15000 Each. And they bought them. Whoever they that was. They bought them, yes. Wow. Like it was either online sales or A Jesus. shoe that cost fifteen grand. Fifteen grand, bro. And Fuck. he reached out to me. That's a sick Honda Civic. <laughs> Facts, bro. <laughs> Maybe Facts. Type R. Depends yeah. on what year. <laughs> yeah, fool. It's, it's, it still blows my mind. Yeah. Like me... I'm an owner or whatever, but I don't go that crazy on shoes, bro. Damn. I, but to each his own. So he reached out, and then we set something up. I pulled up, and then it wasn't even part of the agreement, you know, to the, the deal that we had, I guess you could kind of say. And, um, yeah, I pulled up, and then his assistant, I'm cool with all of them now. 
like, yo, he's filming a YouTube video. Do you want to be in it with the shoes? I'm like, fuck it. I'm down. Oh, shit. So then that was. He that put was, you on his, yeah. his his YouTube. So shout out to James, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But so you let me know if you can say this on camera, but did he buy them for 15 grand? No. You hooked them up. Of course. Nice. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't like to hook people up, mm-hmm. but was it worth it hooking him up? Bro, hell yeah. It's like, this is something I always try to teach to the guys that come into the store or whatever. Like, you, bro, like, no one's going to do, not saying him, but, like, to get stuff for free, it's hard. Even yeah. if you're a store owner, you got to either give a discount or give some shit away to get some sort of return. You know what I yeah. mean? Only if you're homies, then by all means, I'll do some shit for free for you. But if it's you're like... Bro, at the end of the day, it's business. You know what I mean? I respect that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because a lot of people always like looking for the profit of the money, like straight mm-hmm. currency. Yeah. Cash or whatever. But what they don't understand is that like what really makes you wealthy. And I'm not going to say rich. I'm going to say wealthy mm-hmm. is exposure. Yeah. Is marketing tactics. Things like that is really going to like put you like on game. Mm-hmm. And that and if, if you understand that, I feel like your money comes after yes. and a lot of it Bro, you know there's been times to where obviously i don't excuse me i don't really speak of it because it's financially internal or whatever but there's been times where, where i'm like where the fuck is all my money and then i look at my stock room i see hella stock that i own because i own about 60 percent of the inventory we have but then it's just like god damn like sometimes i'm i don't know i don't know what it is or whatever the case may be but then it's like i get a good opportunity like so I'm not saying at the time I was like that, but there's been times, you know, in the past, maybe two years ago where I've been like that. And it's the bigger picture. Like you just to to piggyback on what you just said, it's more or less. I'd rather, you know, longevity wise, I see the bigger picture. I see where this maybe exposure collab, whatever was going to take me. You got to do it sometimes. Bro. Mm-hmm. You got to do what, what has to be done. And that's what I like about you is that you do understand that. Yeah. But hold that thought. We're going to go into a quick commercial. We're almost about at that 30 minute mark. Mm-hmm. So we will be right back. So we are back. Comfortable, Carlos? Yes, sir. A little com- more comfortable on the yeah. second half. Yes, sir. I feel comfortable, man. I'm I'm relaxed. You know, this is just what I do. Yeah, bro. Sure. <laughs> um, I actually got some questions here that I came up with during the week. Because every time I come up with the question that I wanted to ask you, because I knew you were going to come, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, all right, let me write it down so I don't forget. Um, oh, that, that's what it was. Okay, so being like... A guy that everybody knows for as having everything in his hands and he can get it. Um, and if he can't get it now, he'll get it for you the next day or yeah. that week, whatever. You're you got you are the plug. You are a shoe plug. Yep. Even though maybe do you like it when people call you a shoe plug? It, I mean, because you already know for a fact, every <laughs> time people tag you, it's yeah. all like shout out to the plug. That's yeah. what you always got to say. By all means, you know, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, what's the like? The most annoying question, because I know you probably get annoying questions at, on your DMs or whatever. What's some like what the most annoying question you get like on the DM, like relating to what you do? Okay, there's two. 
Okay, perfect. The first one. What's better than one? Two. <laughs> the first one. Okay, we have our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We literally post at the moment the sizes that we have. Oh, yeah. Dog. You okay. got a size in this? Yes. <laughs> like, fool. Our fucking sizes are right there. And I know yeah. after this shit comes out, I don't know if people are just going to do it on purpose, but there's literally <laughs> even comments, bro. Like, you're commenting right under the caption. Like, do you have a size 10? Oh, it's right there. It's like size nine, nine and a half, ten, ten. And, like yeah, it's there. Okay. That's one annoying I, one. I get that. I get that. And then two. Oh, but they're on StockX for four hundred. Oh my god! It's like okay, we have them listed at five hundred, four seventy five, whatever, seventy five dollars over. But what people don't understand, no hate on StockX because I even purchase on StockX yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this would this is something a lot of people would be interested in because I'm not gonna lie, I've told people not like why is it on why is it X amount on yeah. stock X and why are you selling it way over? I'm not gonna lie, I have said that, not because I want them to bring it down, but I've genuinely asked people why i want to i want to understand why StockX sometimes is cheaper so if you can kind of go into detail on that i think that would be a really good question for a lot of people because everybody says that shit every if people walk into the store and by all means like we get it every day so it's kind of normal now i don't get offended if you want to purchase it on StockX, by all means i'm not here obviously my my goal is to sell but neither am i gonna beg you like no 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 no, like just shopping like no i respect everyone wherever they want to buy but okay any sneaker app has a shoe listed for 400 if we have it at breakout for 500 maybe 100 dollars, 120 dollars over you got to understand we take a fee from Mm. the consigner right a lot of these consigners bro they do this for a living you know so they have to make some money so whatever a lot of people could justify though Paying the extra $75, $100 over, justify getting the shoe right then and there. You know what I mean? And knowing that you're going to get a 100% authentic product, whether it's sneakers, streetwear, accessories, or collectibles, because we sell all that. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, you're going to get a 100% authentic product right then and there. Like, there's times where I'm shopping online, bro, and I need something the next... I don't care if I pay 70 I need it next yeah, day. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So... Yeah, you could purchase on StockX for, let's say, it's listed at 400 A lot of people don't understand there's a ton of fees that you're paying now. Right after? You're paying, obviously, sales tax, bumps it up to 440 After that, you're paying a 3% processing fee, 455 let's just say. And then you're paying, like, I don't know, $15 shipping. That $400 shoe that was listed for 400 at now checkout, it's, 500. it's like 470 475 So we literally have it right around there. And then the thing with them, like I said, I love them to death, but we've heard stories, people coming in, people legit checking shoes. I mean, by all means, shit slips up when you're moving 100,000 units in a week. You know what I mean? So you will potentially get a fake pair. A fake or, yeah. And then to reach back out to them, it's impossible. Oh, it'll be that they thing. ghost you, bro. They're a corporation. They don't care about the customer base. You know what yeah. I mean? But like I said, no hate on them. I haven't had no, you know, experiences like so. I just hear them a lot and I've seen them firsthand. So that's why, you know, I obviously bring the story, but that's why they're so cheap. You know what I mean? And the benefits of buying with you is you basically are going to get the same price shoe. Essentially, yeah. But now you have customer service. Mm-hmm. You have a store. You can check them out right away. You can wear them if you'd like. You can try them on. You can try them on. Yeah. Um, 
And it's more of an in-person type of thing. Exactly. It's, it's the whole experience, honestly. Just coming in, we don't have the biggest, the most nicest store. By the way, we're honestly going to do a remodel from now to the next month. Um, we have a lot of updates coming. Um, but yeah, you essentially you come in store. It's the whole experience of buying and just chopping it up, trying shoes on and looking at, you know, we have over, fuck, I like 15 to 1700 items in store. Wow. Like it's a ton. You know what I mean? So and your website's super legit. Yeah. And our website is 90%. I always say 90% accurate to what we have in store. So if you see it online. You could always give us a call to ask us, yo, do you have this in a size 10? We'll confirm. Like I'm looking right at it. And uh, yeah, all of our online inventory is in store or at nice. our warehouse. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My other question was when there is a really hyped up shoe, like super hyped up, what just came out recently that was super hyped up. Like for example, like say like um, the Travis uh, the Travis Scott ones came out. Mm-hmm. The um, the one what are they called again? The ones that are like brown with the pink swoosh up. Uh, oh, the reverse dunks, SBs. Yeah, the SBs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when that shoe comes out, <clears throat> is it the same thing? Like, are you getting a bunch of them, or are you getting like a little bit of them? Those type of shoes, bro. So back to the backdoor term. General managers, they're risking their Nike accounts, essentially doing that. So, excuse me. When I get the hit ups for stuff like that, bro, they're charging a backdoor fee like crazy. <laughs> they're like, if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to get fired, but there's going to be money in my Fuck pocket. <laughs> yeah, bro. And these guys don't leave no meat on the bone. <clears throat> so when it comes to shoes like so, I obviously try to acquire them if I have my set clientele ready, like. Like you just said earlier, like I sell to a lot of influencers. If somebody hits me up, like I want a size 10, I'm going to hit up my people that I know and I'll make it happen, you know, mm. but definitely the quantities are way lower because whatever I post on breakouts, like whatever that's left, I get a good amount of stuff. But like I said, influencers hit me up, regular yeah. customers. I take care of them first. It's a for sure sell. Why not? Leftover sizes go to breakout. Yeah. As somebody, because you do this because you love fucking shoes. Yeah. You love fashion. You love, you know, everything about it. How does one not want to buy every fucking shoe? Bro, it's so fucking hard. I'm pretty (laughs) sure there's shoes that somebody brings in or you're able to get, which are pretty expensive. Maybe not as expensive. But have you ever maybe even ran into like a hole because i know i have and i'm not i'm not even like a like uh i don't have a store or anything like that i'm just a regular person but i've told myself like you need to stop buying shoes yeah we had this conversation the other day yeah pulled up yeah Yeah. like i had to put a stop bro because it was because you can you you can technically get every single shoe that technically that can come in anything that and that comes out 12 comes into the store ask the guys like yo you got to try this on we got the supreme dunks the the green ones the brown ones we have the black ones yeah the ones with the little stars yes okay we got them all in size 12 and how much do those run for right now the green pair i sold like two days ago for 2200 damn the brown pair i think we have it like at 16 yeah i forget if you go on the website but um yeah, bro, it's it's hard. It's hard, but now that I have a family, it's not all about me. You know, yeah. I have my little boy, I have my girl. I got myself into some big, because uh, you could say responsibilities. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, my, of course. Yeah, I got my truck, my home. I have other investments that I'm in, and you know, it's not. I'm not there yet. You know, I could honestly, like, with all humbleness, of course, I could try to buy everything, but 
I definitely had to put a halt to it. Only the stuff I like, only the stuff I see I'm aware, that's what I'm going to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for example, what's the last shoe that you bought? Man. I can't remember. I don't know if it was either the... Like, what's the last year that, like... You... Hyper Royal. It's the most recent Jordan one. Got it. And those yeah. were, like, the baby blue ones, right? Baby blue with the gray swoosh. With the gray swoosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, that was the last shoe that I purchased. Those baby blue ones came out, and another, uh, the other baby blue ones yeah. came out with the black swoosh. Yes, the University Blues yeah. came out, like, a month ago, and then these just dropped, like, last week, maybe, two weeks yeah. ago. I don't got remember. it. Yeah. So, that's what the last shoe. Wow. Yeah. And what's your favorite shoe? Like, what's your ultimate, like, favorite shoe? That I own? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, that you just like, like overall. Damn. So right like now, two, like two. This is a two part question. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite shoe of all time, and what's the your most favorite shoe that you actually own? Favorite shoe. I'm just gonna go with favorite shoe of all. It time. can be a day to day shoe that this is just like it can mm-hmm. be fucking Vans, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 what, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay, to subcategorize it, like your style, a Jordan one you could wear, you could relate, you could wear Mm -hmm. anything, but probably they're like go tos, you know. mm -hmm. I'd probably say the band one, which are your um, my favorite shoe of all time, of all time, red one, yeah, the band one, the 2016 release, you could wear anything. The my favorite shoe that I own. I have sentimental shoes. That's the thing. I have. What is it? My favorite shoe is definitely the LeBron 10 court because that's when I was like at the lowest of like financial and I sold like six, seven pairs of shoes because they were going for like 800 at the time. And you held on to that one. And I bought that one. Oh. And my dad took me and I didn't drive. I was like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. My dad took me, met up with some weirdo in downtown Disney. My phone died and I had to buy a charger. At one of the stands, I was in the middle of like the little island with the grass to charge my phone. So yeah, probably that is my most like sentimental, I guess, that I own. Yeah, something that which are amazing shoes. Yeah. I want those those bread ones. Yeah, but they're they're one of the most expensive ones that you can buy. After the documentary of the Michael Jordan that came out, everything shot up. Everything. Everything. Don't even matter if it was the Reds, bro. Any Jordan that he spoke about went up crazy. Other than the ones, Mm -hmm. other than ones, what what other Jordans do you like that are not ones? It can be the threes, the fours. fours. Yeah, same. Fours. My my. I was gonna say. I feel like fours are just such a super cool, sporty looking shoe. Yeah. And they're blocky, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the blocky right now is like super in style. The the whole baggy pants, yeah, with the block, it it looks Mm -hmm. good. You know what I mean? So yeah, my favorite shoe, Union Four. That's the shoe that I wear almost every day. The black color. One shoe that I might buy for my birthday that I'm just like I'm so over wanting them because I haven't bought them (laughs) are the Union Ones, the ones that are the more they're of a of a black. The black so yeah, yeah. Those are those are probably the hardest shoes I've ever seen in my life. They're fucking my. yeah. Do you own those shoes? Yes, Fuck. I have like two to three pairs just on ice, brand new. Yeah, just sitting on my size because my size goes for crazy money. Size twelve in those. Do you have a size ten? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Ooh. nine and a half, but they run big. Yeah, so they might fit snuggy. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe rock the loose the the, the loose um, shoelaces shoelaces on them. Yeah, I have a nine and a half. My favorite shoes are definitely like if we're talking sneakers. Yeah, like like Jays. I love ones. Um, since when, since I was a kid, I actually got, I proposed to Karen and my, um, my pant leather, like the black and gold ones. Yeah. Those are my all time favorite. Yeah. Those have a sentimental value 
to me because I proposed on them. But before that, those were the shoes that I could never afford when I was in ninth grade. And I would just remember everybody, like when they first came out, everybody was rocking them. (laughs) And remember they had the pan leather, the black and the gold, and they came out with the baby blue and the white. And the Chicago, the red and white. Bro, we have the black and gold ones in a nine and a half at the store. When they were on the wall, literally 80% of the people coming in, everyone would say, damn, I remember when I had these. Because everyone could relate to that shoe. That's funny you say that. Yeah, so I was a kid that I could not afford that shoe, and I wanted them so fucking bad. (laughs) So when they came out recently, which was what, six months ago? Something like that? Uh Last year. Last year, um, I bought two pairs. One still on ice. Yeah. And it's funny how people say still on ice. Yeah, it's sneaker terminology. Yeah, it's Uh, crazy. So one is still on ice and the other ones I use all the time. And they're my absolute favorite shoes. So that's my absolute favorite shoe. Like I said, I like ones and I love fours. I love the love, love, love the fours. My favorite fours, I think, are the all white with the with the with the green tabs. Oh, yes. The money greens. Yeah, the money greens. So Mm -hmm. they recently came out last year with. Kind of the same yeah, silhouette, same but silhouette. it was like uh, like a chromish yeah. green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "Fuck!" I wish it was just like the regular satin looking, you yeah. know, like the the ones from back in the day. And then my boy bought them for me. Shout out Benji. My boy bought them for me, and I put them on, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, these are sick. <laughs> they are sick." There's yeah. nothing like all white fours. Yeah, bro. You can wear them with anything. Yeah, recently my, my friend, he started getting into J's and he loves ones and he's been rocking ones and dunks and lows and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, oh my God, I have a question for you too that everybody needs to know. Hold on. Yeah. But before I say that, I'm going to go like this so I can remember. Yeah. Um, I put them on fours. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say I, I put you on. I'm not going to say I put you on. But... You know, I told him, start wearing fours. Like, Who, Benji? They're, they're, they're so sick. No, no, not Benji. Oh. Uh, my friend Ryan. Oh, okay, okay. My friend okay. Ryan, he's super into ones, and he started to get into, like, Jordans a lot, a lot. Yeah. And I said, bro, get fours. You're going to fall in love with them. Yeah. And then um, he got fours, and he can't stop wearing them. His can't girl got him the top base for it, yeah. hit their anniversary or whatnot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, fours. If you guys, guys, get your man fours or your girl. Um, Okay, one question, and I know it's such a, in the shoe game, it's such a funny topic, and I have nothing, I have nothing wrong about them, I have nothing wrong to say about them, but what are your thoughts on mid-tops, especially, (laughs) hold on, I know you're going to laugh, hold on, especially, hold on one second, especially, like, the breads. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The ones that have like the royal blue, yeah. You know, wh- wh- what are your thoughts on mids? Because I have a friend, I'm not gonna say his name, and he bought um <laughs> mids, but they're breads, and I stay roasting him, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's like, but I, I joke around with them. But yeah. what are your thoughts on that? It's one of those, like, and if you know, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those memes, like. The person she told you not to worry about versus you. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it is. I mean, I have okay, no I problem with you. people buying them because that's honestly yeah. one. I of, have mids. Yeah, that's probably one of our best sellers as far as category wise are mids. mids because they're affordable. Yeah. The mid band, there's $200. The ones you want, the ones, you know? Yeah. $1,000. Yeah. I don't, you know? Yeah. That's my take on it, you know, but I will give it to Jordan brand, the mid colorways that they're pumping out. Yeah. Fire, bro. My they're girl. Nice. It's so funny because my girl, 
like there's a difference between liking shoes mm -hmm. and then being in the world of shoes yeah. and like knowing you know yeah. what's up my girl be sending me all these mids bro mm -hmm. like oh my god these are so Same. cute like Same. it's like a sand color with like a light pink yeah. and it's like they <laughs> they like to do mids like tri-color ways mm -hmm. you know what i mean and my girl's yeah. all about it and i'm like babe i'm not gonna buy you fucking mids <laughs> facts bro <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just with I just fuck with her and I'll buy her any shoe she wants. But it's just so funny how in the game mids are so frowned upon. Yeah, bro. But I have <laughs> mids. What are the mids that um, I have? Like two mids, and one of my favorite Jordans are mids, and there's just a bunch of colors on them. And they're like a corduroy. Oh, it's like red, uh, blue, blue, yellow. The great. Blue the great. Yeah. Mid. Those are dope, Those are hard. But they're mids. Yeah, but they're mids. It's still fire, though. They're I respect <laughs> mids. I respect that shoot as well. Yeah. But, yeah, they're just mids, you know? It's so funny how people, <laughs> they, they found out about mids. Yeah. It's One thing that I also noticed about your brand, because, okay, can you tell everybody what the Instagram of your brand is and then your, your Instagram as well so they can follow you? Yes. My Instagram is breakoutlos. Um, and then the store Instagram is breakout.la. We're located in Long Beach, but just breakout. Is that how LA. you started your, your Instagram as breakout or no. was it something else? What, it was, what was it before? All right. It was something else. It was called laced up LA, which is dope, which is dope. But me being a newcomer, I didn't know too much about starting yeah. a business. Yeah. So literally, I'm gonna keep it short. I started collabing, and that's where it kind of hurt me too. I started collabing with influencers, built the page up to like sixty thousand followers. It was laced up at sixty thousand. Laced up dot la, yeah. Okay. And then I started getting emails. Hey, can I get you know a tracking or a status on my order? And I'm like, oh, sure. Like send your email, but I I'm very on that. I ship everything mm -hmm. out. And then. I, it was multiple people, bro. They'll start sending me emails from different laced up mm. companies. So there's like a, there's a ton, bro. I didn't even know this, but there's like, I don't know. They're all over the mm -hmm. U.S. really. So. So you change it for like convenience and you're just Convenience. Over, yeah. And I was giving a lot of these stores business because all these followers would just type in mm. laced up dot something. The first one they see, boom. Oh, that's them. They just collab with such and such, you know, and they look up, they look up to that influencer. So that's where it kind of hurt me and then when i changed the name people thought i wasn't the owner no more so i lost a gang of followers you know what i mean and then those youtube videos that i collab with those names on it are forever going to be on youtube so some of the biggest videos on these influencers pages We're still on laced have up. laced up dotted leg that's where I'm saying I kind of lost, but that's why I changed it to Breakout. Yeah. I just wanted I like to be, Breakout a lot. Yeah, and I chose Breakout because Laced Up LA kind of like helped me build the foundation. I kind of like broke out of it. Mm. So it was, you know, something in that correlation. That's dope. And speaking about Breakout, so one of the things that I noticed about your brand is that <coughs> you me. have hats that are collabed with Kill the Hype, mm -hmm. which in my eyes is like top hats right now. Uh, I want to save the world, but I'm going to just keep it safe and say the U.S. that everybody rocks. Yeah, bro. If it ain't a kill the hype hat, like, it's not really that cool. Yeah. And I know that they started, like, the upside down logos and mm -hmm. shit like that. So how did it come about you collabing with him? Is this some type of, like, friendship or? Yeah. So me and him, um, we're very close. That's my brother for life. And, um, yeah, it was just it was very organic. I believe he pulled up to the store the very first time and then he just bought some shoes and he was like, I don't know, a couple years in as well. Um, 
And then, yeah, one thing led to the other. We started chilling as homies. And then, you know, the conversation, let's do a Long Beach house. Let's do a Long Beach house. We got to do a half for the city. And then... Um, Is he from Long Beach as well? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, if not... Regardless, he's from LA. Yeah. Long Beach or Pedro, like I said. Um, But... Yeah, it, we got to do a Lamy chat. We got to do a half for the city. You know what I mean? Um, and it just came about. That Long Beach logo is so sick, too. <laughs> Bro, and it's so dope because we did a poly colorway. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally the head football coach. Like, we thought, I thought at least, we were going to get sued. We were going to get copyright something. But, bro, the city fucks with it. Like, poly head coach walked in and purchased the hat. Wow. They posted a picture and, like, their whole football stuff have a long beach kill the hype breakout hat and it's just so dope man and then i got invited to do like a um what do they call it like when you speak to how the students at cal state long oh, beach oh shit like a ceremony type uh, yeah, of like a speech I, I, yeah. motivational yeah, speech yeah, yeah, yeah. and like i got that. invited i did that and then one of the main topics that they asked me was the cal state hat the one i brought you like how did they come how did this come about we do the 49er logo that's their you know their og um mascot and um excuse me Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we have like an air bubble mm-hmm. like you're talking this is there that's what i have but anyways um we're training our vocal cords right now yeah <laughs> yeah so i got invited out to um cal state long beach and um they pretty much off of the collab right um because no, a collab was like major right yeah the collab because was- i've even seen on your instagram where you guys collab on a hat and there's like a hundred to two hundred people out your door yeah, for a hat wrapped around the building for a hat. Yes, it's beautiful, man. And um, I don't think there's been like a brand like doesn't matter if it's high end or like <clears throat> whatever the case is that you're wrapped up around a store for a hat. Yeah, that's major. Well, now I feel like he. What's that saying? He walked so everyone else could run, right? Oh, okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I know you what you I'm mean. Saying, though, but. Right now, I feel like the hat game is just like everyone's Big. doing hats, yeah, yeah. and so, everybody's doing that upside down logo, yeah, like not to throw shots or anything, but like I said, kill the hype, definitely. I'm blessed and I'm very fortunate to now not only, of course, collab that's a huge blessing, and I'm very grateful for being behind the scenes of it, you know, him trusting me with a lot of things with his brand, him like kind of not like giving me the ball, and I just kind of ran with mm-hmm. it, you know. So he definitely threw out a lot of like responsibilities for me and I'm bro, like I'm executing everything, you know, and it's it's a very beautiful thing. Um, he also taught me everything about hats. That's why now I started doing hats because of him. Um, definitely owe a lot to Killer Hype. Shout out to you, bro. And um, yeah, man, it's beautiful. We got more stuff on the way. Yeah. The city's fucking with it. As you could tell, the city lines. is super fucking with it because like I told you earlier today, I was like. Hey, bro, can you bring me some LB hats? Yeah. Because my my little cousin, he pitches for the dirtbags and yeah. LB. That's fine. And he's a super, like, he's super good at yeah. baseball. And I have a feeling he's going to do big things in baseball. Yeah. So my other cousin was like, bro, let's get him one. Let's get him one. And, yeah. and I said, okay, like, I got, I got you. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's my boy. Carlos, mm-hmm. like, let me ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also proposed. I did. I did. I saw that. I was like, that's fire. Hell yeah. I did. I didn't give a fuck. (laughs) Yes, sir. Because I love that fucking hat. Yeah, bro. Um, And I like Long Beach so much because I don't know if you know this, but I I was raised in Norwalk, which is just a couple exits down. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I would always go to Long Beach and things yeah. like that. So I absolutely love that. And it's really nice um, about Kill the Hype that he he wanted to collab with you, knowing that his brand is also big. And, mm -hmm. you know, the fact that, you know, to boost your brand and you mm -hmm. boost his brand, like that's exactly. really dope. Because a lot yeah. of people in this industry and they kind of just want the popularity to just be strictly on them. Yeah, of course. But that's really cool that yeah. um, he we, did that. We relate a lot. He's into shoes. I'm into shoes. He's into cars. I'm into cars. And then, like I said, we're in the fashion, I guess, industry, I guess you could say. So. Yeah. Yeah, I follow him. Yeah. And it was, what, two weeks ago when he was just, like, in his Lambo? Yeah. And he was just, like, cruising and he was just showing off his collection. Yeah, bro. And he was, like, super hyped on them. Crazy, bro. That, that. And that was him being, like, he wasn't even on Instagram for a while, right? Mm -mm. Yeah. He's very private. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't like to put his his yeah, you yeah. Know, his identity out or whatever. But um, I love him to death. This last drop that we did crazy bro. Like, and this was all no in store this was all online everything online nice so we did pre-order hats which everyone complains about because it takes so long yeah. but people have to understand when you purchase a hat we don't have just one order we have a lot so you know it gets sent into yeah. production mm -hmm. sometimes the blank is not available so we have to wait for that but this last drop bro was custom everything was crazy I mean I you guys go on I the saw. Instagram it's crazy. That's why I promote and I push, you know, Kill the Hype so much. Because even before we collabed, I was buying Kill the know, Hype. Kill the Hype. So it was to like, have at your store and for yourself. For myself. No, I don't sell Kill the Hype itself at my store. Oh, got it. Um, I just sell the collabs, obviously. But um, yeah, I was buying it before we collabed. So it was just super organic. Like I already fucked with the brand heavy before. You know, I felt like I kind of put a lot, if not all of my homies on the brand. Yeah. So it was just organic. You know what I mean? That, And I, I feel like that's what collabs have to be about. More, you know, connections. I feel like a lot of brands are collabing with different brands that have nothing to do with what they're doing. And I just feel like it worked out perfect. And, you know, the people loved it and it shows. You know, yeah. It's doing very well. One thing, too, is that, like, it's... It, it should be pretty upsetting knowing that, like, a lot of people are, like, copying, like, Kill the Hype thing and your yeah. guys' thing and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I guess it's pretty, like, motivating, too, right? That, like, everybody's jocking your shit. Yeah. If you're like, getting... It kind of seems like you're doing something right, right? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You got to be doing something right. People want to do it just like it. If not, be want to be it, then... Yeah. yeah you do exactly. something right. Hell yeah. Damn, Carlos. Well, I think we're, like, a little over an hour, or if not just an hour... That was a really interesting platica. I love talking about shoes, fashion, yeah, hats, accessories, streetwear, all that <laughs> shit. I know this is not going to be your first time on La Platica. I'm going to have you again. I yeah. promise. Well, there's so much that I could talk Literally. about. Literally. Like, and I know that. With some tequila in us, it's a wrap, fool. I feel like next time we'll talk about the same um, atmosphere that yeah. you're in yeah, yeah, but yeah. maybe a little different maybe yeah. we'll have somebody else here so we can all have our uh, opinions on things and yeah, whatnot but carlos thank you so much for tuning in to la plática yes, sir thank you and, for having um, me yeah thank you so much once again follow carlos follow his brand breakout um it's definitely the brand so and if you have time go to the store it's in long beach even if you're not from California and you, everybody comes and visits California for vacation. Fox. Go visit Breakout if you want shoes, if you want streetwear, anything like that. I promise you. And even go to his family's party supply store. Bro, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I got to plug yep. that in real quick. <laughs> yep. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you're watching this at night, buenas noches. 
Remember, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and here on the wonderful world of YouTube. My name is Sebastian Robles, and I am the host of La Plática. So, I'll see you guys in la próxima plática. Adios, muchachos y muchachas. Adios. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. Thank you.